Guys, welcome back to the Murad Morali podcast. Hopefully you guys are all keeping well. We have Maxwell in the building, guys. Can we give a round of applause? Woo! Yes, Cynthia, <laughs> scream! <laughs> you right? <laughs> You're just doing it. How are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing well. This is your first one-on-one interview. I know. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. How's life been post Love Island? Do you know what? It's so weird. Like It gets overwhelming mm. at times. You know, Do you feel overwhelmed now? Not as much now, no. Okay. No, 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 no. As in in the seat. When is one on one? Oh, in the seat right here. Nah, I'm cool to be fair. Like I'm alright. Okay, like, cool. You know what I mean? But yeah, I just feel like those first couple weeks you come out. The only way I could describe it is like you're thrown onto like this treadmill. And, like you gotta keep up with the treadmill. You're gonna fall off. Oh, that's a very good analogy. Yeah, that's literally how it feels when it comes to like social media and going here and going there and learning about everything as you're doing it as well. Like it can get a bit stressful and overwhelming. But you know, you just figure it out as you go. To be honest, where are you from? Northeast London. So like the Chinkford Walthamstow area. And prior to Love Island, what were you doing? So I was literally just finishing my master's. Like my last exam was on the Friday and I flew on the Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. So it was a bit touch and go whether I was actually going to be able to go, whether it was going to clash with right. my exams and stuff. Master's in? Finance. Finance. And your undergrad? Business economics. Business economics. Yeah. And so what did you get for your master's? Do you know? Um, the exams I've passed. But they're still, thank you very much. They're still grading my dissertation. So until they've done that, it's, Ooh, yeah. So you said, let me jump on a plane. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I was so lucky and blessed as well. Cause I literally like, I got a graduate job, like the day that I left for Love Island. Right. So it was like, I got that phone call to say, I got the job for later on in the year. And I thought sick, I'm going on holiday now. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, I'm going to go have fun, no pressure. And then when I come back, I can do everything else that I was already doing. Oh, so you can just hop right back into it. I mean, fingers crossed, they said nothing to me yet. Right, but, right. Yeah. But that's the plan. It's good that you have exactly. your degree behind you, but just in case. No, yeah, literally, yeah. Post Love Island, you said this is a treadmill. So can you expand on that? What do you mean by it being a treadmill and in what ways? And has that affected your mental? I think the first thing is that for me, I wasn't a very big like social media person. Mm. I probably posted on social media like once, twice maximum a year. Um, I never made like a TikTok. I never done any of this stuff. And it just feels like you have to be on that when you come out. And I know you don't have to, but it feels like you have to. I feel like there's pressure. Yeah. And it's like, if you're not doing it to the level where you have to, mm. you're a failure. No, literally, literally that. And so it was just very much like, oh, you know, if I post this, is this all right to post? And like, is this coming across in the right way? If I say this, are people going to take it in that way? And I think you just over, like you look into it too much to be fair. And it's just really not that deep. And that's what you realize as time goes on. And you just get a bit more comfortable with it to be right. fair and start doing like what what's right for you. You were seeing Olivia. Yes. And of course, that whole relationship has ended. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's, from what I know, has given you a platform. No, not or yet. For you to voice your expressions on what has happened. Yeah. Uh, so from your side, why did that breakup take place? Because to me, it's just very unclear. It's just yeah. like one minute you guys were, the next minute it's ended. And yeah. I just didn't know what happened. No, of course. I think the the main thing that I would say with that whole situation is that, you know, like when you're in the villa and even just after the villa, but you're still in South Africa together, like it is a very different environment. Right. All that you have to focus on in that period of time is each other and kind of just being on holiday together. And it's very easy to have a great time, like when you're on holiday and stuff like that. So then I think once you come back home and there's all these other things going on, um that then take your attention and take your focus it really gives you the opportunity to look at it and think you know is there really like longevity in this situation or was it that you know we've connected and had like a really amazing time together um in this particular environment 
but then outside in the real world, you're just not too sure if it's got that same longevity to it. Do you know what right. I mean? That was a great answer. <laughs> Come on, media trains. This guy said, listen, I'm going to do it properly with some, not just some pepper, I'm going to season this answer. Finessed it. I love that. Woo! You're like, big question out of the way. Because <laughs> oh, you went on holiday right after. I did, yeah. And yeah, that <laughs> that may have not helped the situation. Right. Obviously. But if, you're pre if you pre-book something, yeah. then what are you going to yeah. do? Like, you can't get money back. No, it so. was. And I'll be honest, like, obviously going to that Casio more, I was very much like, you know, I could very easily just be here for a few days and then be going back home. Right. And if I had cancelled my holiday, I would have been fuming about it. Um, so I was, like, I was never going to like cancel that holiday with my friends. And um, like when I was in the villa, I was literally telling everyone, I was like, guys, I'm going to Mexico soon, blah, blah, blah. Like, which was very buzzing for it, to be fair. But yeah, like... Obviously, we had had conversations about it and everything, and um, nothing really like happened or took place when I was in Mexico for it to really be like a big difficult situation. But um, you know, when you are in the process of trying to kind of like nurture like a very new, fresh kind of like relationship, it's not the easiest thing to do to go on like a lad's holiday. You know right, I mean? right. And I don't think either one of you are bad people in this in this situation. It's just timing. Yeah, exactly. You were in this, you know, space together for a very long time. Mm -hmm liked each other it was cute whatever and then you have this pre-book holiday that you know it, i think in my personal opinion i'd be taking it regardless because i mm -hmm. paid for it period and of course that might be sensitive to somebody else in that partnership or relationship or whatever it was yeah and to then fair, it doesn't like, help as you said so yeah, it's just be, timing yeah to be fair she never really had like a problem with me going or anything like that oh, okay. we just kind of spoke about it, it was just like you know things to be aware of as you would in any like partnership or relationship it's just like you know, just be aware of this, be aware of that, especially at just coming off of Love Island. And I thought I was going to go to Mexico and be like incognito, but that was not the case at all. Like I had Americans coming up to me, Australians coming up to me, be like, oh, rah, like Love Island, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it was just like so weird to me. And I was just like, okay, like you really got to be on your P's and Q's like everywhere you go. Do you know what I mean? You got to make sure you're like not embarrassing somebody and like upholding somebody else in the right. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com way do you know what i mean right right but also it's a holiday so you want to just have fun yeah you're out there getting drunk <clears throat> yeah. and you so you're I mean? not always thinking about every little thing but yeah. yeah so if that wasn't her main issue what was the main crux for just the separation was it just distance and you're just like you know what it's not working out the way it was and you just naturally just i would say it was, yeah it was very much like just kind of a natural thing i wouldn't say like distance was our big thing because you know like we don't really live like a huge distance like from each other right and coming out the villa we was like seeing each other like quite a lot and going to a lot of things together um you know she came and stayed like married for a little bit and stuff like that um but it's just like i think there was a lot going on like especially for her in that period of time like mm. i think there was a lot of kind of like 
negativity that she was trying to process and like deal with and everything like that. So I feel like she very much had to like focus on herself, um, which I completely understand. Um, and it's just like, I, I feel like unless you kind of come out of Love Island, you can't fully understand like the stress and experience that can come with it. It's a lot. Straight afterwards. And then it's like combining that with now trying, unless you leave them a very, very strong couple, I feel like it is quite difficult to still put what is needed into like that relationship because relationships and getting to know someone takes time and it does take energy. And when there's so much other stuff going on that is taking a lot of, of your thought away from it, then it's a bit difficult, do you know what I mean? So I'd kind of just put it down to that, to be honest. Yeah, and I think that makes complete sense. I mm. also think that, you know, whether you agree or disagree with how her journey was, re regardless, the negativity is a lot to process mm. um, for you as well, in terms yeah. of like, for you even seeing how somebody is like, where like, how did you deal with that or approach that knowing that the partner you came out with had yeah. such negativity um, based on her journey? How did you, like, what was going through your mind? you know like the day after we got back so we landed i think it was like a friday night and the next day i was in tesco and this guy came up to me and he was like olivia's a pagan and i was like i just looked at him and i was like i'm out my reaction was just on me for me man but like that was my first like mm. like what the flip like the people really think they can just come up to me and like speak like ill of her and this that and the other and i'm gonna be like oh yeah she is right i was just like it just wasn't making sense so Obviously, when you're in the villa, you obviously have no clue what's going on the, uh, on the outside. Correct. And I was very, like, unaware that she would have been getting the type of negativity that wow. she was getting. Um, so then I think, like, for both of us, when we came out, like, it was, like, like a bit of a shock. So then for me, it was, like, you know, like, I'm, I know you've probably got 100 or more people around you, like, your family and friends and everything that, like, can support and everything. But, like, just so you know, like, I'm here, do you know what I mean? So that's kind of just all it was, really. That's a lot, man. For people to become the entitlement. Yeah, people to come up to you, yeah, and say that your girl is X Y Z. Yeah, it was, and it's it just was like, nice. like, where do you go? Let alone whatever she's getting, you're also dealing with it in, to some kind of level. Yeah, and that also doesn't help trying to develop a new relationship. Yeah. You have the public on you as well, so I think it's just distance and things just phase out. But yeah. I just felt like you never really had a platform to discuss any of that. In my opinion, I felt like you're misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to your journey on the show yeah i do feel like if we look at it for what it is there are some times where you're kind of blamed for stuff mm. um like this the stuff with like i don't know i've kind of forgotten some of it but the whole with casey and will i don't know what was going on in that little yeah. situation you guys had post about jesse and tears and whatever yeah i felt like you got more of it yeah than anybody else in that group yeah when conversations were quite thorough yeah. So I think that's one example of misunderstood, whether it be the public, not more so the public, but even within your castmates, where that happens. Yeah, of course. So when it came to that whole situation, how did you navigate that? Because clearly you were quite like open about your feelings. Yeah. You know, you were saying what the public was saying when it came to, you know, at points somebody wasn't crying, it didn't look apparent, whatever. Yeah. So how did you navigate everything going on with that whole situation? Excuse me. Um, not you burping I, <laughs> um, I think the first thing like in that whole situation was that like I never wanted to like get frustrated or annoyed with anyone so like when like Will like pulled me for a conversation he was obviously clearly like frustrated yeah and I thought to myself that like if I get frustrated now then it's just gonna make things 10 times worse and I just wanted to just speak like clearly and concisely about what I was trying to communicate and if there was anything that was misunderstood then to like explain it in that conversation 
Um, I feel like not even just me, but I feel like in that whole situation, like me and Liv was kind of getting, I would say like a little bit of the heat for what kind of was going around a lot. Right. We were not the people that brought this thing up. Right. Do you know what I mean? And I think even that conversation that I had with Casey, the conversation just started just because I asked him like, how are you feeling about that whole situation? What you were saying about, you know, like Jesse and Will, and cause obviously I know that's your mate and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then yeah, it just turned into a whole thing of like, apparently Maxwell thinks that she's fake, this, that, and the other one. And I never really, I never said that. I never said she was fake. I never even really thought she was fake. Um, I just spoke about a few of the things that everyone else was speaking about. And then yeah, it kind of felt like it just came back all on me a little bit. That's what I felt. I felt like only you got all of the baggage yeah. to carry on the back of your shoulders. And yeah. it's like there were very much other people that we saw and probably that we didn't see that were having all these conversations but it just seemed like you were just getting all the blame yeah so i don't know how one will deal with that mentally when you're in such a closed space to be fair like i think that was the only night and the only situation where i felt like i was in a little bit of like drama mm. and it didn't feel nice but at the same because everything in there like does feel like extremely intense but everything like moves on very quickly as well so it's like me and Will like had the conversations that we had and like we made up and was sweet, but like the same night. Right. Do you know what I mean? So like everything was fine, like come the morning and everything. And um, yeah, so it's like things just move on really quickly and it gets intense in the moment, but it just moves on quite fastly as well. Speaking of intense, the recoupling was a lot. The castle one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you got, I mean, you got brought back into the villa, so you know. Yeah. But that was a lot. What was going through your mind? You're seeing emotions, you're seeing, you know, yeah. when you know olivia was saying her stuff to kai it was just like yeah i always think what the other person it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync Things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher is going through as well yeah like you're just like standing there like, <laughs> the cameras are focused on her yeah when i tell you like that whole night and just that whole situation was just the weirdest thing ever mm. because it's like you know before that i'd had a few days like in castle mall when i'm with like these other boys that i've walked in with and the other girls that we've been getting to know but now it just felt like okay now like, this is the real deal and it was like 
you know, I remember we was waiting kind of in the lounge area, waiting to walk through. I knew before we had walked through that Kai had recoupled because of the order that they had put us in. Right. Do you know what I mean? This order thing, it doesn't make sense to me. You just kind of know, like you just get a feel for it because obviously I knew that I was coming back with Olivia from earlier in the day. So then when they told us the order that we was going in, I was like, oh, Kai's definitely recoupled. He has to have done. But you still don't fully know until you get in there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I just thought, I, in that moment, I thought he probably has. Um, and I wasn't sure whether he would or like he wouldn't. I wasn't really bothered because like when I was in Casa, me and Martin both said it to each other, you know, like him with Tanya and me with Olivia. We literally said, you know, we're having a good time with these girls, but when we get back in the villa, they're probably going to go back to their guys. Right. Um, especially if they're single. So we were just kind of like, you know, not reading too deeply into it. And you know that you're not walking into like a clean situation. You know you're walking into a situation where this person was spending quality time with someone before you got there. So there are like emotions and feelings and everything like that involved. It's a lot. Yeah, so you know you're not walking into like a clear cut situation. So then like, when we walked in, it was just so weird because I was like, right, like this is actually like the Love Island like garden and this is the fire pit and Maya Jam is standing right there like talking to you, which is just weird. And it's just like a mad situation. And then yeah, like honestly, in the moment, I don't even think I was actually hearing what Kai and Olivia were saying to each other. Really? I was so taken aback by the moment. Fair enough. Like I was, I was nervous as well, like walking in there. And so it was just like, it was just such a blur. If you had asked me that same night, what did kind of Olivia say to each other? I couldn't have told you. The only reason I know is because like, I've like watched clips back and stuff like that. But in the moment, I couldn't have told you what they said to each other. I was just so like, just right, like I'm really here. Do you know what I mean? Have you watched yourself back on the show? I have, yeah. And what's your like, opinion of yourself? Um, I think you came off fine. I think I did. Like, I don't, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think I came off like fine, but at the same time, like I feel like the person that you see on the show is not the person I am. But you can't, you can never really get a full feel for someone. Can you elaborate on that point? The person that you see in the show is not who I am. Yeah. Like more. So basically what I would say with, with that point there is that like, I don't think like me as a person was really shown or like my personality was shown or it didn't really come across right. that much, which is fine and everything because I, like, I'll be honest, like I don't ever complain about it because you know that the show is about narratives and storylines. So I'm not really fussed about it. I didn't go on there to have my personality shown and be this persona on the show and stuff like that um but so that the, what i have seen back it is very much like i think i just very much look like a very quiet chilled guy which i'm very chilled but i wouldn't say i'm quiet do you know what i mean yeah so and i feel like that's very much what came across on the show during your time on the show when you know you were with olivia but she kept having those conversations with kai <clears throat> did that get to you in the point of like you know what about me because some people some guys are sensitive yeah. And, and, are, and are very aware of the surroundings other guys are like you know what i'm laid back i don't yeah. mind so how did you approach that situation i think like in that whole situation like obviously one like obviously having watched back the show it was made to be like a much bigger thing than it actually was interesting in terms of maybe like how bothered she was by certain things and how much of a role that played in mine and her dynamic um i think there was only one really conversation that we really had about when it just got to a point where I said, okay, like, I understand, like, why you're upset about certain things here, but you're not going to get, like, what you want. You're just banging, like, your head against the wall and it's just not yeah. really, like, it's, it's just not, you're not really going to get what you want and it's just going to frustrate you further if you keep trying to, like, understand certain things. Um, from my point of view and from the conversations that me and her had, it wasn't really a thing of, like, she was, like, 
still like going for Kai in terms of like she wanted him. She wanted clarity. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there were some things to her like that didn't make sense and some things that he had said that she didn't really like or agree with. And I think those things just got to a bit, which I understood like when, when me and her had the conversations about it when we was in there, like I understood her point of view and why she felt the way that she did. Um, but it just got to a point where it was just like, you're not getting what you want here, do you know what I mean? So you just got to move on from it. Right. Was there anything, per you looking back on your time on the show, was there anything that we have not seen that you think we should know? I think one thing that I found very interesting, like when we left the show, was that like people really didn't believe that me and Olivia liked each other. Mm. They really didn't think that like there was really anything kind of like going on between us. But we spent like a huge amount of time together, like in the villa. Um, pretty much the majority of like all day we spent with each other just chilling, chatting, obviously like getting to know each other and stuff. Yeah, none like of that was seen. Yeah, exactly. And that's what kind of became clear to me like when I left from like my family and friends had told me because they weren't even sure. They was like, so like, what's going on with you lot? <clears throat> so it was very much just like, I think just the perception of us like as a couple was a bit misconstrued um, because the storylines focused on like other things. And right. Other arguments and dramas and stuff like that. I mean, it's a show, it's a production, everybody has a part to play. Exactly. But it's annoying as yeah. well. Because it's like, as you said, the parts of you that you want to be shown are not being shown. Mm -hmm. Looking back at your journey, do you, I hate this question, but sometimes I ask people, but do you have regrets when it comes to your time on journey? Or, you know, because you mentioned that you were meant to go on last season mm -hmm. in the summer. Yeah. So do you wish that you went on a summer season than a winter season? You know, there's always a preference. I feel like yeah. Islanders have. Yeah. Um, because I feel like your journey was quite turbulent. You know, you coming from Casa, there's a big exchange between two people. Mm. And then Olivia has issues with Kai and you're just there. Yeah. And then the whole Will, Casey stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. lot get ducks. And then your holiday. And then the, like, it's just been like <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. So I feel like you've dealt with it very well. Appreciate you. Because anybody could just while out. Yeah. Um, and you've never done that. Yeah. So I really commend you, even sitting here, not degrading anybody. Yeah. And just being very respectful. Yeah. And it's very easy for you not to be. Um, but do you have anything that you wish you would have done different or any regrets? Do you know, like, honestly, not at all. There's not one thing that I think I would change. And even, like, yeah, like, initially I was supposed to do, like, the, the summer series um, just gone. Um, obviously, at the time, you're very much looking forward to that and that's what you want to do. And then, obviously, when, it realized, when I realised I wasn't going to go and then they was like, we think you'll be better for next season... I was like, yeah, cool, like, fine. But I just was like, as long as it fits in with what I'm doing, you know, I could have fallen in love in that time. Unlikely what I could have done. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Come on, Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, then it was like, I just, I think I always try to like look at positives. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I would have so much rather gone to South Africa than gone to Spain. Going to South Africa was like sick. Even though it's you don't beautiful. get- It's beautiful. It's so sick. It's like, even though you don't get to like do much there and see much, just what you do get is like amazing. And um, it was such an experience. Um, and then, obviously, I don't think anybody wants to go in at Casaramor. And I literally kept saying that if they told me to go in Casaramor, I'm going to say no. Mm. And I think a lot of people that do Casaramor say that. Um, but then when they gave me the call, said they wanted to do Casaramor, I was like, do you know what? It's still an experience. And, like, it'll be fun. And, like, I know I probably won't regret it afterwards. And then going in there um, and then, like, going for the girl that I did, like, in Olivia, that was you know, very clear to me as time went on that, like, there was no other girl in there that I really would have, like, spent my time with like that. And she was definitely the girl that I was most suited to in there. So I definitely feel like I made the right choice where all of that was concerned. Um, and then there was just so many, like, sick moments of the show that I was there for. Like, obviously, a whole Casamore recoupling is one thing. But then it was, like, when we had, like, the Jax Jones night 
that was the first night when I was like, right, like I'm actually here for this. Do you know what I mean? And then it was like movie night and like Slug Mary Pine and even like the beach club, like all these different things. I thought, right, like I'm actually a part of like Love Island when these things are happening. And it was just like, all just surreal and I just loved it. And I had such a sick time. So there's literally nothing that would change. Do you feel like, I don't know. I just feel like this, but I just feel like, well, now there's so many seasons of Love Island. Mm -hmm. There's one starting in a month. Yeah. Yeah, in a month's time, are you going to be watching it? <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I, I say that, like, I might not, but I probably will. I probably will, yeah. How do you feel about a season coming on so soon, just after yours? Me personally, like, I don't I don't really care, to be honest. Um, I think you would... I understand why it could be annoying, because when it comes to, like, the engagement that you get after the show it does take away from that with another show being like, I think there's literally a 10 week gap in between when our show ended and the next one begins. How many weeks is the winter one? It was eight weeks. Eight weeks, okay, yeah. it was eight weeks as well. Yeah. So I think with there being like such a short gap, it's like everybody's attention will be on new Love Islanders and stuff like that. And I can see why some people may not like the idea of that. Mm. Me personally, like I don't really care to be honest because it's like Love Island is Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend the Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com A great and amazing experience, but like it's not going to be my identity now. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. I don't want it to be anyway. Do you know what Pastor I mean? Pastor Max is bro. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't yeah. want it to be anyway. So it's like, it just, yeah, it doesn't really bother me too much. I'm actually kind of excited. Like, I think even, like, coming off the show now, and I've met a lot of, like, Islanders from last season, and, like, they're all cool. I'm kind of excited to see the next bunch of Islanders, and when they come out, like, just bumping into them and chatting to them about their experience, like, yeah. I just feel like it'll just be sick, do you know what I mean? I think it will be sick as well, but I also feel like there's such a dark side to it. Mm. I feel like it's just become a black mirror yeah. kind of episode, and you just have this system, and then, of new people, and they come in, and then they come out, and then there's just urgency of, like... Mm wanting to have do it full-time yeah. and you know you're you don't follow a script you don't know what to do and yeah. you're thrown into it yeah and you're focused on following and then you associate your worth to that and then it just goes it's like a back and forth yeah and then it's like the new people are coming in and but what am i gonna do i'm gonna be forgotten and it's just yeah. 
it's it, scary. It's so easy to like buy into all of that side of things, to buy into, you know, how many followers do I have compared to this person and that person, um, and let that kind of get into your head. But I think you just really, it's hard, but you just have to really not pay attention to it yeah. and not take it personal. Like social media at the end of the day is not like a real thing. Yeah. So it's like, you just can't take these things personally, especially when people are commenting stuff <clears> about you as well. Like, just don't take it personally. It's a lot. I feel like Shaq gets a lot. I feel like he gets a lot of, not public backlash. People are very opinionated on him mm. and they just feel like because he took Tanya back, mm. there's, you're not, he's not worthy enough as a man. Um, and I do feel like he just, I don't know. I just feel like he gets it a lot or he, people mock him or when he's like doing his dance videos, people are laughing at him. Mm. And I'm just like, you know, you've come into the show, you went, you know, nobody knew you before. You've come out. Mm. You know, every move you make, you're yeah. being mocked at. Uh, left, right, center. Yeah. And it's just like, if you don't have the mental tenacity and strength yeah. for it, you will put yourself in positions that you don't want to. No, so course, it's yeah. very scary. Yeah. To be fair, like, I haven't really like seen like too much hate that like the other islanders really get. Like I only really hear about it like, if they talk to me about it. Okay. I only really saw like, obviously like with Olivia's because we left together and right, stuff right, like right. that. But everybody else, I haven't really like seen it. Um, I just hear about like what they talk, tell me about. But especially like Shaq, for example, like, I don't think Shaq cares at all. To be That's honest. good, man. I think he's just having fun. He's just he's he's in an amazing position with like an amazing girl. He's having fun. He's having a great time. So I honestly don't think he cares. Okay, that's good because I know I some people things. who get very anxious over it. Yeah. So if he's not that person, then more power to him. Yeah, from what I know of him, he's, he doesn't seem to be that guy. To be fair, what's your background? So I'm half Jamaican, half white English. Half white English, yeah. and you grew up in East. Yeah, East London. In yeah. Chingford. Yeah. Finance masters where do you see yourself post love island in terms of like are you want to go back to where you want to yeah go back to your career but where do you see yourself going post finance so i think in terms of like everything i was doing beforehand you know i've put in so much work with all of that and i feel like i've only kind of just start like i'm only just getting started with it right um it's definitely still something that i want to like build my experience mm -hmm. within and see if that's like for me because i've only done studying so far do you know what i mean it's like until you actually start getting into that arena you don't really know it's actually for you um but there are still like passion projects and creative things that i'm interested in doing that going on the show definitely will help me to do i'm not really too much into like um a lot of other stuff like um like the like fashion things and all this yeah i feel like you dress you dress i just i'm just dressed bro <laughs> like you know what i mean i just dress like i don't know like i just i'm just not really too much i was already overly like, into that side of things too much do you know what i mean fair enough so like for me to like putting work and time and effort into all of it like it would be a bit difficult for you me have to be consistent you gotta have that thing for it do you know what I yeah mean? you gotta have that consistency i think that's what it is when it comes to success on social media you gotta find something you like yeah and if you like it the consistency will just flow when it comes to love island all stars i don't know if you've heard of this i have heard of it i have heard of it yeah and it's coming to i mean it's gonna be aired in america I've heard, I don't know if this is right, but I've heard it's coming on like later this year. Yeah, so basically it's coming in October. <laughs> so it's going to be free Love Island this year. And then after that, Love Island Winter's back. I, I'll i be honest here. I love the show and I loved the show before I went on it. Um, but I don't think, I probably don't think it has like the most seasons left in it. This, yeah. Yeah, I just don't think it has too many more left in it. Because I just feel like, Everybody just kind of knows the formula. Like when you was watching Love Island, yeah, and they was coming up with like Castle and Moore and Movie Night and things like that for the first time, you're sitting there thinking, rah, like this is mad. Like how can they do this? Like, but it's like now it's like everybody's just waiting for it. Everybody kind of knows how it's going to go. And mm. everybody knows. It's just the same thing, but just with different faces. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like it's just predictable. 
Yeah. And twice a year is just excessive. Yeah. Three times. And then you got Big Brother. I think All Stars will be good though. Do you think so? I think people will be interested. Would I'll be interested in Would that. you go? I wouldn't get asked. <laughs> I mean, I've heard that they've asked a lot of like American Islanders who yeah. have only been there for a couple of days or a week or so. So you never know, but it might just be a, like an All Stars every year. But I just feel like it's just in our yeah. faces. It's a lot to be fair. Like it is a lot, but at the end of the day, like people are still watching. It may be like less people mm. than initially. But people are always gonna still watch it. It's mm. still like it's still a massive show. Like, I think I even underestimated it. Like when I was in there, I kept saying, you know, like when we come out, like we'll just be chilled. You know what I mean? But then it's like you come out, and it's like people are really coming up to you in the street, and people really know who you are. And it's a lot, right? When I was in Mexico, bro, like I'm in Mexico. Do you know what I mean? Superstar Max. Man. No, far from it. Very much <laughs> just a humble, chilled Maxwell from <laughs> a couple of weeks on Love Island. And it's like people in Mexico coming up to me, and mm. it's just like. Just it's just it's crazy. It's a blessing, but it's just mad. You know, it's what just I mean? mad. It's just mad. People are like watching you, watching your moves and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a lot coming to the influencing world. Cynthia, yeah, Cynthia made us some cakes, some banana bread, I'm some it. beautiful banana breads. Do you like banana bread? I love it. I can't lie. When she said it, I was so gassed. From her beautiful simple treats. I'm not here. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not here. I love you to cling for my mum. Like moist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, come on, moist. Yeah. <laughs> So, <clears throat> Cynthia kindly graced us guys with simple treats, banana bread. I don't know you made banana bread, you know? I don't, it's not on my menu. It's not on the menu, I'm not... Just making sure it's perfect first. Is there chocolate in it as well? Yeah, chocolate. Sick. Raw boy. <coughs> not chocolate and banana, are you dumb? Oh, this is banging, you yeah. Is it? This is banging. This is really good. <laughs> you imagine if it was bad. Spill it in the tissue. No, this is actually not you leaving. No, that is actually gorgeous. Yes, gorgeous, guys. Do you go check out Sinful Treats? It's all in the bio below. She's a great baker, she's been doing this for a while, and I think that this is something. Look at her smiling in the back. I just feel like it's it's great when islanders come out and have niches. 100%. And I think that is what I want to see from future people going on Love Island. Yeah. Is that everyone's coming out and they're trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And it's like you all aren't going to get the fashion deals. It's not going to work in that way, especially with the social media ban, which has really effed up. And I think it's going to F up the summer for people as well. Do you want to know what I think? Talk to me. I think they slightly have a feeling that they might not do that for the summer. You've... I... I have a feeling that they'll they'll lift that ban. Why? That's dumb, though. Because I think that they've seen that it's a little bit pointless in terms of, like... I get it in terms of, like, friends and family and stuff, like, whoever's managing your account and then hate coming their way and stuff like that. Hate will come out of the way. This is what I'm saying. And you, when you get your phone back, you're still going through it. Do you know what I mean? You're still seeing it all. It's all still there. It's not stopping it. Um, and I just think that... I just, I just think they might, you know, I think they might not have that band for the next season. That's the thing, because if you close your DMs off, you could close yourself off to opportunities that mm -hmm. could also come into your DMs whilst you're on the show. I thought the social media band just didn't make no sense to me. It didn't. I actually didn't think it would have as much of an impact as it did. Interesting. I didn't. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> Ain't a cake, now. <laughs> <laughs> no, a bit did get stuck in my throat. Uh, Cynthia, was... please, if you poison this cake, <laughs> this ain't Hollywood, child. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I'm good. Thank you. Honestly, I'm good. <laughs> Your face when he started coughing. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm dead. But um, 
What was I saying now? <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. I got off to key. Oh, yeah. Come on, memory. Oh, no. So, no. Yeah. So, what I was saying is, I think that, like, the impact that it had, like, surprised me. Mm-hmm. It had more of an impact than I thought it actually would. In terms of, like, so I remember when I was in there. And if people are in there and they're thinking about followers, it's not a bad thing. Because everybody knows you're going to come out and you're going to have more followers than you had before. Right. And it's just something that you just think about. It doesn't mean that anybody's playing a game. It doesn't mean that anybody's just in there just for clout or anything like that. It's just something that you do think about. Whether you are discussing it every day with everybody, that's a different thing. But it does go through your mind. So I remember being in there and thinking, you know, with this social media ban and everything, when I come out, I might be on like the lower end of around like 50K, something like that. When I came out, I had like 11K followers. And I was like, wow, this social media band has been peak. And I looked at everybody <laughs> else. I looked at everybody else and I thought, like, people that have been in from the beginning. And I thought, right, this is rough. Like, this is rough. It's rough. It is so rough. Like, not one person from this series has touched a million on Instagram. I feel like Jessie's about to. I feel like she's going to get there. But obviously, she already went in with, like, a bunch of Because she's like, from Australia. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But even with that, like, you know, you look at people that, so like Sammy, for example, she's got one of like the bigger followings out of the girls and everything like that. It's like I think if she was on any other season, of course she would have been like over a million. Blown. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like I feel like it has had like a big impact in terms of in terms of the social media side. What's your opinion on her and Tom breaking up? Because I didn't really see that coming. A lot of people said they did, but I just didn't. No, I personally didn't. Um I obviously, like I said, it's like when you leave, it's just a complete. Come on, this is video train. No. <laughs> no, like I love it. Honestly, it's just like. I haven't really you spoken. You won't catch me. <laughs> catch me if you can. <laughs> I love my. No, like, I haven't, to be fair, like, I haven't really spoken to them, um, like, about like, their situation. I've spoken to them since leaving the show and stuff right. and seen them. Um, but I haven't, like, actually spoken to them about all of that. Um, but I can just imagine, like, obviously, from my experience, it is just, like, it's just a very different mm. situation when you leave. And it's difficult to figure out and navigate and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm sure that's probably, like, played a part in it some somewhere um but they're both like very like good people and they're both like like they did look like they was getting along having a really great time together and everything like that um so yeah i wasn't i was surprised by that to be fair do you feel like and this is just a random question i just thought of but do you feel like <clears throat> coming out and get having this following and you know expecting to do it full time and etc that your worth is measured on your following count and that if you had that million if you had Sammy's following or somebody else, you would have been seen in a more important light mm. of value. Yeah. And not having that, especially with the social media ban, does that affect your mental? And do you think about stuff like that? I think, like, I can really fully speak like, from my experience. I think it is very easy to tie like your self-worth in with how much you're getting off the back of the show. And you know how much people like me compared to how they like to other people. But then that's why I say you actually have to separate it because it's actually not personal. Like, it's not about you as a person. Mm. Um, I think it can be quite difficult if, like, you know, like, you've been in this environment with these people and got along really well with them, had an amazing time and built friendships with each other. And then, like, you feel like there you'll get certain things and they're all together in certain places and stuff like that. Right. You feel like you can feel like left out. Yeah. Me personally, I don't feel like that because like the friendships that I made in the villa, I'm very much, those friendships have been grown even more like since I've come out. So like, I'm very happy and fortunate in, in that regards. Um, but I can feel like for some people, you know, even some people where they live like in Quay ends, like they live 
the complete other side of the country, I can feel like maybe you might wish that you was maybe like in London more, for example, where there's a lot more happening, a lot more things to go to, like maybe it's just events or parties and stuff that you're getting invited to. Well, obviously you're not going to come as much if you live like somewhere completely different. You know right. what I mean? So I feel like it can be like a, you can feel like you're missing out and stuff like that. But yeah, me personally, I don't really feel like that. To be it's honest. just a game and it can just swallow you up or yeah. you can just rise above it. Yeah. Or you have to fall in order to rise above it. So yeah. especially when you go on, Love Island Winter, which everybody knows. Some some version people want to go on more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll just see what that brings. It's coming in a month. Exactly. But this was a good interview, though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like you came um, ready with all the questions, <laughs> answers, and I feel like you kept it very diplomatic. Yeah. Very chilled. Yeah. Like honestly, like my thing is like I honestly, there's nobody that like I've disliked from my experience like at all. There's people obviously that you draw mm. closer to than like other people. And then, like, after the show, for example, yeah, like, some people do have, like, their beefs and they fall out and that becomes, like, a whole story and a whole thing. Mm. Um, You know, like, obviously, mine and Olivia's situation going the way that it's done, I feel like some people could expect me to be bitter or her to be bitter and come out and say some stuff. But honestly, like, for me personally, like, I hold her in a very high regard. I think she's an amazing girl and I want, like, really amazing things for her and for her to have, like, a great time and everything that she's doing. And I feel like she gets a lot of shit that she doesn't necessarily deserve. Um, and so do like some of the other islanders, and I literally like, I, you you do form like a good like bond and connection with a lot of people, and I literally just want everyone just to just flourish and have a great time. Do you know what I mean? It's a very good perspective to have mm. um, for yourself. Yeah, more importantly than anybody else, because wanting people to flourish allows you to just stay in your lane and focus on yourself. Hundred percent. The only reason why you don't want other people to like do well is if like you're not right within yourself, you're not happy with yourself. Oh, there we you go. Know what I mean, that's oh, the only right. reason that you don't want to see other people doing amazing. Absolutely. Like, if you're happy with the direction that you're going and what you're doing for yourself, then like you just want everybody else to be happy and have a great time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of it comes from insecurities and projection. Hundred percent. And then you just deflect it, as opposed to actually looking at something for what it actually is. Yeah. Um, because the way your life is set up. Yeah. And you can only change your own reality. So. Exactly. I definitely agree with that. I wonder how. I don't know if you've seen all this artificial intelligence stuff that's growing everywhere online. This yeah, AI. Like, I've seen like Michael Jackson singing like these songs. Yeah, stuff, these like, songs. Yeah. I'm seeing like <laughs> random like animations or movies being made that are not even real. Yeah. And I do wonder how that's going to impact reality TV. How is that going to work with reality TV? I don't know because you just have things that are just being made up. Interesting. So like deep fakes and stuff. Yeah, deep fakes was even something that was like last year that started. This is AI is some new shit, and it's yeah. just scary the way people are just the Chat GPT stuff. Yeah. Like I wish I had. I was aware of Chat GPT like during uni. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing. If I wish I had that, it's man. Amazing. Well, so I do wonder how it's going to affect shows like this. You mentioned it before, but how many seasons do you think Love Island has left? In all honesty, like, I don't know if it'll go past, like, next year. So, like, we're talking about, what's next year? 2024? That's last year. I think it might be. Mm. Or they've got to, like, just kind of reboot it or do it in, like, a very different way. Take a break. Like, it's an amazing show. And it's, I feel like you've done, like, as much as you can do with it. They're still always going to make money off of it. Right. So they probably still keep pumping it out as like, much as they can. But it is an amazing show. It's an amazing experience. Like, I absolutely loved it, like, so much. Like, I literally sit here sometimes and I'm like, oh, man, like, I miss it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just in, like, the smallest details of, like, it's just, like, even, like, 
in the evening after you've had dinner, like you'll go get in like the outside shower before you're going to get ready. Mm. And you just look around at these mountains and the sunset. It's Cape Town. Where was it in Cape Town? Like near Cape Town. Beautiful. Yeah. Cape Town is is yeah. Me, I, my friend was driving up these like hills, like one movie, and yeah. the way it was just looking. It's yeah. a beautiful place. It's only one hour time difference from London. Like, it was two hours when we was there. Two. It was two when we was there. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's two though, but it's still yeah. like it's just a beautiful place to go. Do you know what it was jokes as well? So I kind of I haven't even really told anyone this but I kind of got like a little bit lucky because like I got to experience Cape Town a little bit so like the night before that I went into Casa Moor, <laughs> I was lucky enough to be able to go out and have a beer wasn't supposed to wasn't <laughs> he said beer as if he was going with the lads yeah no <laughs> I went and had a beer yeah at, um, I, was, I was in the city centre some people was like near the beach I was in the city centre gang gang you said I'm going to go see this but do you know what I mean like, that's slightly their fault for putting me there do you know what I mean so now like it was my last night I knew I was going to catch more than did you jump day. out the window or something no I didn't know it was anyway <laughs> yeah so I went there's like this street called Long Street in Cape Town there's like loads of bars and everything and I was literally right around the corner from there where I could hear the music at night time so I was like, I'm going to go see what you're saying. So I went, had like a beer. And then there was this sick, like, a Mapiano event going on, like, up the road. And I thought, come on now. Like, this event in Cape Town, I have to go. So I went, yeah. <laughs> I on went, your own? I wasn't by myself, no. Okay, don't make no up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I went now. And I had the sickest. Now, when I told you, I got drunk at this event. And I met so many sick people and was just chatting, chatting, chatting away. Obviously, they kept being like, so why are you in Cape Town? This, that, and the other. I was just like, I'm just like on holiday, blah, blah, blah. And I met sick people, got so waved that night. I woke up the next day, like, hanging. And I thought, how on earth? And it was coming to pick me up a few hours later to go to, like, the site, to go to Castle Moor. I thought, how on earth am I going to do this today? Because mm. I was feeling twisted. But it just, it, I think it took the pressure off as well. And it just made me feel like a lot more like relaxed and just like that. Just sounds amazing. I can't lie, it was sick. It was so sick. It just sounds amazing that you can experience Cape you know Town. I mean? Just little things like that. It just all factors into the experience, and it's just like man, like I just had the most amazing time. Like I was on the show for like two and a half weeks, but I had like a whole month in South Africa, and it was just like just the sickest time, man. I just loved it. I'm so grateful for it. Who's your closest bonds that you made on the show? I'm really close with like. Martin, Shaq. Um. <laughs> She's sitting right there. You... Oh, wait. Wow. Lock her wait, off. Cynthia, I'm I thought... fight. No, I'm not done you, you yet. You fight. Jeez. Fight anyway. now. Yeah, Are know. you dumb? Like... As in you're in the kitchen doing up nine to five. Anyway, banana bread girl. <laughs> now, Jake, I'm joking. But um, no, yeah, I'm really close with like Martin, Shaq, um, Tanya I get along really well with. Me and Cynthia get along quite well as well she's kind of cool made my birthday cake for me she made a cake as well at the birthday exactly. cake looks amazing yeah I feel like I don't want to miss anyone like Keenan as well I don't get to see him as much because he's up north right but I had a sick time with Keenan in there man and since coming out we've been at a few of the same events we've had a great time together some of the Casa boys as well yeah so quite a few people some good bonds man yeah I got along really well with Kyan as well to be fair I just haven't had the opportunity to see him like he's mad busy with things and he's up north as well so who is kai kai yeah oh he lives up north yeah he's like manchester so he's gone back up to manchester he comes down to london a lot when he's yeah. got stuff to do but that's where he's based because i feel like sanam is based in london i think she's like bedford around there something bedford. Like that. yeah okay cool yeah yeah they're back and forth thanks thanks for coming on though thank you for having me man honestly no worries thanks for gracing me with your presence <laughs> i appreciate it i feel like you answered so well yeah um and 
I do like what you're wearing. You say not into fashion, but you know, I, I feel like I could, come and jump a few. Yeah, I feel I could make myself look alright. Do you know what I right. mean? But if you ask me about like Martin, for example, when he came into the villa and he was like, "Yeah, this brand, that brand," I thought, "What?" Right. He he loves his fashion. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he looks good. He does. But you know, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. And all of Maxwell's socials will be plugged in the bio. Is there anything you want to say before I wrap this up? Um, simple, simple treat. Oh, that's nice. That's <laughs> um, like what you want to do, and he's plugging your he's plugging your brands. Yeah, simple no, treats. Honestly, just no, I don't, yeah, just thank you for having me. To be. <laughs> <laughs> I was like crying. I said, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> can you imagine? But anyways, thanks, Maz, for coming. I appreciate it, guys. Check out the podcast on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts and, of course, on YouTube. Subscribe channel. Click that button. Sinful treats, guys. Banana bread, cupcakes, everything. And we'll catch you guys soon. Sweet. Sweet. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. like you. that? Yeah, man. It was chilled. It was good. Yeah, man. It was good, right? Uh -huh, like, this is what actually banging as well, you know. Really? This is just... I'm not even going to give it to him. I can't lie. I'm not even giving it to him. Not no. even giving it to him? No. Me as well. I just have to just eat the cake. Are you done? He needs to lay off them sugar treats, man. Nah, give it to him. I'm him that you made it, but... Tell him he's a G. And tell him that I love him. Ah, uh, and you gave him like a corner piece as well. <laughs> That's banging. Because I couldn't cut it. So I was like, there's no point in cutting the slice. It looks stupid. So. What the fuck?